Hello, Podlers. Thanks very much indeed for downloading the podcast. Wherever you're listening to this right now, I hope that you are safe, well and entertained. Coming up, Matt Dyson is once again insulted by one of our listeners. Because of the slightly disturbed state I'm in, I'm going to go for Matt. Find out how it went on Five Words, Five Grand and lots more besides. Enjoy the show. Brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. It's your Thursday morning. Hello. This used to be known as Friday Eve, but for many of us, the days are just all merging into one. So let's put a line in the sand. Let's establish whether you're in a good mood or bad mood. Pourquoi? Let me know, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And first, let's start by saying good morning to Matt Dyson, Emma Jones and Glenn Moore. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Uh, right, so Matt, I heard you were soaring. Your good morning was way up there. You must be in a oh, great mood today. Uh, yes, I'm not in a bad mood. Yes, I am in a good mood. Why? Because I saw a woman in the park yesterday walking her two turtles. <laughs> uh, I've never witnessed this before, but um, wow. we, I was there with the kids doing our daily outing, uh, around, just killing time, walking around the village, just something to do. And uh, she was there, she had a basket. She takes the turtles out of her garden in a basket and then lets them wander around from each other. They're both walking opposite directions from each other. A bit faster than I imagined, actually. I've never really seen many of them in the flesh. Um, and apparently when it gets hot and they're stuck in the garden together, they really hate each other and they start fighting these two turtles because the heat makes them angry and they despise each other. So as soon as they got out into the, onto the grass uh, in the park, they just walked away in opposite directions. As far, <laughs> as, far away as they could get. <laughs> and apparently if, if they do that every now and again, once a week, they go and have a, some time to themselves, then they're all right for the rest of the time. Oh, we can learn so much about relationships from those yeah. turtles, can't we? Yeah. I, I need that. I want that. Yeah. Um, Sarah Jane and I, we stayed in a Riyadh in, in Morocco a few years ago and the roof terrace, which is obviously where the, the sun lounges were and the bar and the restaurant was, it was just chock-a-block with um, tortoises. They were just, or tortoise, they were, they, were, they were just roaming around. It was just like a thing there. And um, you'd be laying there, uh, well, first of all, and it was really unsettling, you'd be sat there like having lunch and suddenly you'd feel one crawl over your foot and obviously you kind of, you've just got some flip-flops on or whatever, you would feel one kind of slowly climb over your foot, which was really uh, disconcerting. But worse than that is, you'd be laying there with your eyes closed on a sun lounger and suddenly you'd hear, what have I got that can make this sound? You'd suddenly hear this. And, and that's the sound of shell-on-shell shell action, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, uh, we got to enjoy wow, really? on our holiday. It. We witnessed wow. it firsthand. In fact, I'm, I'm perverse enough to say I filmed it. I don't know what I was going to do with it. I was still on socials or whatever. But it was, uh, I don't know, I'm like the new David Attenborough. <laughs> and here they are, going at it, hammer and tong, in them. the Moroccan sunshine. <laughs> was, it, was, it an, was it an adult turtles-only hotel in the first place? Was it? Uh, yeah, you're not, not wrong. It was. I went up to the Taruto once and everyone had left their shells at the door, just all nude. It was a turtle nudist camp. Um, right. Anyway, uh, good mood, bad mood, and why? Let me know. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. 
It's your Thursday morning. Uh, during that last ditty there, the turtle chat continued. So, Matt, this this lady was giving you a little bit of an education uh, as she was seen walking well, her pet tortoises around, or turtles well, around, should I yeah, say. Yeah, they sound like a great pet because I wish I'd got one instead of Charlotte the rabbit, who we got for best when she was way too young. But you get a, t- a turtle and they hibernate for four months of the year. There's four months you don't have to do anything with them. And then you've only got them for two, two-thirds of the year. And they're, and but you've got them for a hundred years. Oh, yeah, but they, do. Yeah, they live for a years. long time, I suppose. <laughs> and she reckons they can climb over walls and fences and escape so you got to keep can, they can't that can't be true can it <laughs> I don't know what they're can like turtles lizards? climb and they're not Leonardo and um, uh, Raphael and Michelangelo <laughs> no, whatever they were called yeah. <laughs> not the Ninja Turtles they weren't turtles, teenage mutant they? <laughs> no they weren't mutant no, no. But uh, she reckons they can. And they are very lizard-like. You know, if, if you take the shell off, they're just like a big lizard. So maybe I could sort of see it possibly happening. OK, well, Wait. get in touch. Can turtles climb walls? <laughs> 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 and if so, does it make a sound? Um, Dave, good mood, uh, but I'm tired as hell because my one-year-old has learnt how to climb out of his cot, and that's from Danny. I, luckily, I've never experienced such things with Evie. Matt, have, uh, did any of the kids learn to climb out of their cots? That must be oh, so yeah, nerve-wrangling. Well, yeah, it's, they did. They never made it out. I've been in and found them almost about to get out. They're best to do that. Because <laughs> you got higher, you got to lower the bed and keep the bars higher as they get older. Uh, but yeah. yes, it is, it is incredibly worrying when they start to try and climb. Well, what bested in the end was she had a poster of Rita Hayworth and she sort of burrowed behind yeah. that. <laughs> and then underground like a short track or whatever. She turned yeah. into a turtle and she crawled up the yes. walls. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So eventually she got out anyway, so you can't win in the end. Well, good luck with that, Danny. And I know it may seem a little obvious, but the cot that your uh, your one-year-old is in will lower. So if you haven't tried that, yeah, that's, that's the it, thing to do. It. Evie's on her lowest setting. Jez says, I'm in a spectacular mood, Dave and the guys, and I will remain so for the foreseeable future. I'm going to be a granddad, uh, says Jez. He says, very proud of my boy Liam. I just, just want to point out early doors, there's probably someone else involved in the process of you becoming a grandparent. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who it is. It's on the tip of my tongue, but there'll be someone else other than your son, Liam. But congratulations to the entire family. And keep them coming. Good mood or bad mood, it is Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. It is one breakfast show, but with eight playlists. Why not download the free Absolute Radio app and you can get your hands on all our decade stations and the musical goodness that lies within. Uh, So on a Thursday, I like to gauge the mood of the nation by asking a simple question. Are you in a good mood or a bad mood and why? Emma Jones, I couldn't quite gauge yours when we said the big good morning at the beginning of the show at 6am. Are you in a good mood or a bad mood? I'm in a great mood because I finally have ventured out to sunbathe on my driveway. I saw your post. You had your Kindle, you had your cup of tea. It looked great. Yeah, honestly, I don't know why I was so scared of doing it before. It's excellent. It only gets a little bit of sun, so I do have to keep shimmying around before the sun goes behind my neighbour's house. Um, And by about 1pm, it's game over. But for that window, it's really lovely. Were there passers-by? Was anyone looking or staring? I mean, did you did you have any of that going on? Or pretty much have you got the street to yourself and therefore the driveway is a remote paradise island? Well, yeah, I think because in lockdown, obviously not many people are really going out. So not many people have been walking past, actually. Um, and I've seen other people doing this in their driveway, to be honest. So, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not ashamed anymore. 
no. Brilliant. Also, I don't think people really look if they walk past because I think anyone sitting or lying on their porch conjures up images of like an old person in a rocking chair with their shotgun saying, you just keep my own walking. So you just, you don't really look, do you? You just go around and keep walking. Yeah. Why are they on their porch? Why are they on their porch? Don't make eye contact. The fact that she've got, Emma's got Stefan sat beside her playing a banjo probably helps yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good mood, bad mood. Please do keep them coming into us. And of course, up next, we hand everything over to Matt Dyson and the social ammunition. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Thursday morning, and as promised, time now to hand over the whole shebang to Matt Dyson for the social ammunition. Matt, what is going on out there? Well, obviously, we can't have water cooler chats in the office anymore, but I was talking to uh, the Hype Beast Womble producer Mark off air yesterday, and uh, with uh, SpaceX being back in the news this week, he mentioned uh, Elon Musk's new child's name. Oh, and God. I, I, this is Passed me by. Love, Elon Musk. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Charles name. <laughs> Elon Musk and Grimes have had a baby together. For those who want to wear Grimes is a musician. Uh, and uh, uh, so the, the Tesla top man and Grimes have called their child. <clears throat> uh, it's, a, it's an unusual one. XAEA-12. Um, Better with or without? (laughs) That's that's what they initially called it, uh, but then they changed it slightly. Uh, They tweaked it very slightly, almost didn't make much difference at all. It's now known as XAEA-XII. Oh, that's better. No, that's better. (laughs) After the great-grandfather, I get it now. I feel like like with baby names, people hear baby names, they either go, oh, that's nice, or they go, oh, that's interesting. And I think this is the first time the world collectively has reacted by going, oh, shut up. <laughs> Shut up! It's like that person exactly. in America that called their child A B C D E F G. Do you remember that? Oh, and it was no, just meant to be pronounced as one that. big long word. Uh, really? <laughs> what, what was that pronounced? I mean, by the end, it's absolutely messed up. Down here now. Mummy, are you okay? Agbofov. Because you always get in America like a family where they're named after all the areas they were born in. So you've got you like I know there was one family. It was like bathroom and kitchen and stuff like that but if you had a family who just went to, like you could have a family it was just that yeah we, we named them after whoever born so it's just a hospital 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 the third yeah. <laughs> there's a bit of mixed messaging as to how to pronounce it uh, musician says the AE bit is the elven spelling of AR <sighs> for artificial intelligence elven spelling of artificial intelligence I mean, to the- be fair <laughs> considering they have the names Elon Musk and Grimes it would have been weird if they'd named their kid Beryl. Yeah. Like, they had to go weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and then the X stands for the unknown variable. So if you want to put it in normal language, uh, she's the kid's called AI, the unknown variable, which actually is quite, that's not a bad name, is it? Mm. Well, for a book, but I don't 12. know about for yeah. a and when, and, when, and, when the kids, and when the kid's five years old, they have a lot of fun explaining that to their classmates. Yeah. They're apparently unknown Imagine. variable, I don't know what that is, but okay. Imagine every time a, a supply teacher comes in and does the register, it's going to be a nightmare, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Will the Musks be bothered with supply teachers and well, registers? Matt? Yeah, yeah, that's I think a really good point. What we're yeah, talking about here is they're so rich they can call their child what they like, and that's yeah. part of the problem. And it I think. won't matter. It's a very good point. Yeah. Uh, whereas uh, Musk himself, uh, he says uh, the it's just an X. There's the letter X, and the A E is pronounced Ash. 
than the A-12. He says the A-12 was his idea. He's quite pleased about that. Well done. Oh, so you mean the mother yes. and the father, so Grimes and Elon don't agree on how to no, pronounce their own exactly. child's name? Is that what we're they're getting here? Yes, they're not. It's like my mum going, it's Darv. His name is Darv. And my dad going, no, it's not, it's Dave. <laughs> so it's X, Ash, A-12, uh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> well, welcome to the world, little person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, so, yeah, I mean, that is your social ammo action. It's viral trend. It's trending. It's gaining traction. It's Thursday morning. We started the show by asking, are you in a good mood or a bad mood? Pourquoi? Dave, I woke in a good mood today. I fitted a second, get this, Matt Dyson. I fitted a second infrared heater to our summer house the other day. And now coming in at 6 a.m. while working from home is much cozier. I love the show, says Tremaine. Well, thank you very much indeed, Tremaine. Matt, how's your uh, outdoor oasis looking right now? It's good, but I mean, the lack of heat isn't the problem. It just gets very hot when you're in there when it's uh, unseasonably warm. Uh, But we have got a little heater in there, but not an infrared one. I might move up to that level at some point in the future. And where did you get your uh, wonderful summer house from, Matt? Just a quick question. I can't remember. (laughs) Well, from? uh, from the only place I'd ever trust to sell me a summer house uh the place called wix which is now wix, open of course yeah, yeah which, which is, is now, which is now open they open are reopening their for stores. business yeah. uh, they're limiting the number of people allowed in and we'll have social distancing measures in place to ensure everyone is safe when shopping at wix of course and to celebrate this it's really funny you should bring up wix matt because they're giving yeah. away a 250 pounds wix gift card on tomorrow morning's show We're going to be playing a brand new game named the Socially Distant Radio Game. Wix have kindly sent all of the team some shiny tape measures. And tomorrow morning, one of us will be exactly two metres away from the microphone. Some may be closer, some may be further away. But which member is exactly two metres from their mic? We'll recite a phrase and it's up to you to guess correctly who is social distancing. And... um, well, if you want to play and stand any chance of winning a £250 Wix gift card, email me right now, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. That's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Thursday morning. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. One breakfast show, but with eight playlists. Download the free Absolute Radio app to listen to all of that musical greatness. Uh, now, I want to dedicate a part of the show with a classic yet slightly tweaked version of finish the sentence. But this time there are two gaps in the aforementioned sentence and it reads, I once mistook blank for blank. And I'll get us started to give us all an idea of what we're after. I once mistook the hand of Michael Madsen, a.k.a. Mr. Blonde from Reservoir Dogs and Kill Bill, for the hand of my ex-girlfriend. Uh, no, she, she, she hasn't got massive hands. I should say that in her defence. <laughs> so, in about... It was about 2003, and I was hosting a TV show, and just to keep up a two-year-long running gag, yes, I was 13. And I'd interviewed uh, Michael Madsen and David Carradine, who had both been in Kill Bill. David played uh, Bill himself. And um, David Carradine was an awful guest. He was one of the worst people I've ever interviewed in my life. He was... (laughs) 
He was disinterested, he was monosyllabic, he was just staring off into the middle distance. He was, he was giving me absolutely nothing, but you know, it was a live show and I cracked on and Michael was you know, nice enough and we got it done and we kind of wash your hands and you move on. And um, later that night I was at a, um, I was at a party and uh, I was having a little boogie and uh, all of a sudden I, I felt this, I felt someone pat my bum. <laughs> and presuming it was my ex-girlfriend, I kind of turned around to, you know, get, get her down in the groove, of course, uh, as all 13-year-olds would do at that mm. time. Uh, and it was, it was Michael Madsen. Now, once again, <laughs> Mr. Blonde from Reservoir Dogs. I'm pleased to say he didn't slip a dismembered ear into my pocket. But he, but he lent in. Uh, Steelers Will was playing. No, no. Yeah. Uh, he lent in and uh, he lent in and he said, I just want to say I'm really sorry about David, man. He, he doesn't like doing all those TV things and meeting journalists and TV people. I, I hope it wasn't too bad. I was like, no, it was absolutely fine, Michael. In fact, you've really helped me out because I might use this on air in 15 years from now. So thanks a lot, my friend. You take care of yourself. Uh, so yes, wow. I once mistook the hand of Michael Madsen um, for the hand of my ex-girlfriend. Matt Dyson, what about you? Uh, mine's much more simpler and actually involves my wife, who once after changing a baby's nappy cut uh, someone's ear off no cut someone's <laughs> ear off and, yeah, to steal his wheel <laughs> and, no she she changed a few nappies that day and then later on she was in the kitchen and she mistook uh, uh, some uh, she thought she had some chocolate on the back of her hand and just as she went to, just as she went to lick it she realised it was not chocolate it was leftover baby poo <laughs> she oh, forgot le- was on that leftover <laughs> yeah just like it, 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 it got a bit messy it all got a bit it it's, got it's a bit messy <laughs> don't eat the leftovers uh, it got a bit messy she hadn't realised there was some on her hand but thankfully just before she licked it she sniffed it and that was enough to to stop a horrible thing happening. My goodness. Even though mine was a star-studded story, yours is really, really emotive, Matt. That's really struck a chord with people there. That was... That was really close, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, people are getting in touch already. Thank you very much indeed for doing so. Nikki says, Dave, at Big Goodwood Meetup last year, I mistook some random bloke in a racing suit for Tiff Nadell. <laughs> I blagged it as best I could, and it pains me to say that I think he did as well. I only realised when I saw the actual Tiff Nadell walk past behind him. <laughs> um, keep them coming. That's what we're asking you this morning. It's a, it's a reworking of the classic finish the sentence. I once mistook blank for blank. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's your Thursday morning. We're asking you to fill in the following sentence. I once mistook blank for blank. Glenn, have you got one of these? Does this fit into your world? I do. There is uh, two people who I consistently uh, confused for each other, not in person, but out loud a few times and embarrassed myself for some reason when I was a kid. And I don't even know why as a kid I even knew who these people were, but I thought Elvis Costello and Nelson Mandela were the same person because (laughs) (laughs) the names sort of ended in a similar sort of fashion. And I remember... (laughs) Costello, Mandela. And I remember watching the second Austin Powers film where Elvis Costello features for like 30 seconds Uh, at one point. Oh, he sings the love song, doesn't he? Yeah, and I pointed pointed at the screen and went, that's Nelson Mandela. My parents were like, what? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and I don't know. I think it just had no idea because obviously they don't have similar careers or lifestyles to any extent. But I, th- I think I assumed maybe, well, if Elvis Costello's English, maybe Nelson Mandela's English because his name's in Only Fools and Horses. I had no idea who either of them were. I was still to this day. Costello House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still to this day, I'm like, oh, which one's which, one's which again? Uh, <laughs> free Elvis Costello. Free Elvis Costello. Yeah, that's classic. <laughs> uh, okay, you guys are getting in touch as well. I really appreciate it. Janet says, Dave, a few years ago, I mistook a bin liner on the roof for a burglar. <laughs> Needless to say, oh, I had no lenses in. I was in the middle of ringing the police until I took my glasses <laughs> off. I, I was sure I'd seen a man navigating the wall, but it was clearly just a bin bag in the wind. <laughs> Were the police like, we found his sack, but he didn't appear to have any belongings on? Ah, uh, yeah. Swag bags there. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Angela says the other day, I've done this as well, and this is when I haven't got spectacles on. Angela says the other day I mistook the green bit of a tomato for a spider. I jumped and made a shrieking noise and then realised my mistake, which should have been obvious since at the time I was cutting the actual tomato. She says, Dave, I think lockdown is getting to me. Um, (laughs) And I'm going to read Chris's out because I wondered if any of uh, the team here had heard of this game before. Because Chris drops it into his correspondence so casually. Dave, about seven years ago, I mistook a grit box for a yellow car and punched my <clears> mate <throat> as per the rules of the game. Oh. Oh, yeah. 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 If you see a yellow yeah. car, yeah. you have to punch your mate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that is a thing then, right? It is definitely a thing. It's not completely made up. Yeah, yeah. Such a casual way of starting the text, isn't it? You see what I mean? Also, like, yeah. go, I'm a stick of grit so, box, you know, I can't punch my mate. I think it's so <laughs> irresponsible. It's so irresponsible to buy a yellow car because you're like, a lot of school kids are going to get punched now. Like, a lot of school kids are going to get absolutely yeah. thumbed by their mates every time I drive past. Then, as we got closer, we realised it was a grit box. We are both rather short-sighted, and I think that incident prompted us both to get our eyes checked. And as I say, that one's from Chris, so uh, thank you very much indeed, Chris. Keep them coming. Complete that sentence. I once mistook blank for blank. There's more on the way. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's your Thursday morning, where I'm asking you to fill in the missing words in this sentence. I once mistook blank for blank. Get in touch. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk, and that's exactly what Kerry has done. Good morning, Kerry. Good morning, Dave. Uh, lovely having you on the show. How are you doing today? You okay? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Brilliant. Uh, yes, we're all fine. Thanks for asking. So, um, your story takes place in a busy London pub about 20 years ago. And you're in there and you're having a couple of drinks with your friends when you look across the bar and you spot someone and you're angered to see that they're in that pub because they hadn't told you they were visiting. And who is that person, Kerry? It was my dad. Your dad. So your, your, your dad lives up north. Uh, whereabouts does he live? He lives in Newcastle. He lives in Newcastle and all of a sudden you're in this London pub and there he is. And he hasn't even dropped a message to his beloved baby daughter to say that he's in town. And you're fuming, aren't you, Kerry? I am absolutely angry. I'm out with friends and I'm like, I can't believe it. My dad's over the other side of this pub. And I can see him from where I am, and he's at the other end of the bar, and I'm just like, I've, I just, so, I can't believe he's not here. <laughs> yeah, so, so you, you put your drink down, you, you excuse yourself to your friends, you just got to go and deal with a bit of business here, a bit of family business, <laughs> and you go storming across the pub to confront your dad. Tell everybody what, what happened there. Yeah, so I, uh, it was quite a busy pub, so I had to push my way through, so I never got an absolutely clear shot of uh, 
looking at my dad. But I kept him in my sights and I made my way through and I'm really angry and I get up to him and I... I'm like, I'm really angry. I'm right in front of him, and that's when I realise it's Dustin Hoffman, not my dad. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> He's just that good an actor. With <laughs> uh, a kind he of shocked look on my face. <laughs> so, wow. basically, you once mistook Dustin Hoffman for your dad. That's you completing the sentence for us this morning. It is, yeah. So, wow. wow. Okay, so how did Mr. Hoffman Esquire react to uh, you angry in his face in a London pub? He, uh, he looked very, very shocked, especially as I, ju- I just turned around to him and went, oh, sorry, I thought you were my dad. I don't know. <laughs> so, so, yeah, and that's the other thing. So did you then just kind of spin on your heel and, and walk back and join your friends and say, um... I think I've just verbally abused Dustin Hoffman. Oh, how do you react straight after that happens? <laughs> I kind of, I, I kind of shuffled away as quickly as I could back into the crowd, back to my friends, and I just, and they just went, was, "What did your dad say?" And I just went, "It wasn't my dad." Dustin <laughs> 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 Hoffman, and they just went, "This is amazing." At which point, your friend just takes your drink away from you and says, "Kerry, we need to sit down and have a serious talk. You've got a problem." <laughs> 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 it was, uh, yeah, it was, I, I didn't live it down for quite a while um, um, Kerry, a couple of them were my not, housemates it's not my dad it's Dustin Hoffman is a fantastic <laughs> name for the daily podcast yeah. thank you for that uh, Kerry it's been lovely having you on the show thank you for completing the sentence in such style send our love to your dad and, and, and the wider family we'll speak to you real soon thank you very much cheers Kerry bye now It's your Thursday morning, so for the penultimate time this week, it's time to have a little game of radio's easiest game to play, but the hardest one to win. Yes, we're talking five words, five grand with Wix. And on line one right now, we have Kim. Good morning, Kim. Welcome to the game. Morning, Dave. How are you doing today? (laughs) I'm all right, I think. A little bit mental. I've been at home since March, been working from home since March or living at work as it feels like now. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you identify, yeah. No, I, well, I am. I mean, as, as I've said before on the show, I feel very privileged that I was able to continue to work and also I get to talk to you guys and hang out with my, my mates in the morning. So I am blessed. But I hadn't really thought about the fact it's it doesn't feel like working from home anymore. It feels like living at work, Kim. It You're does. absolutely <laughs> right. The headphones are here, the microphone's here. I'm living at work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Kim, um, the Hype Beast Womble producer Mark tells me that just moments before coming on air to do this, you were having a game of tennis. I certainly was, yes. Um, I, I probably, like, like a lot of people, I've, I've put on the pounds. I feel like I've forgotten how to move because I've just been sitting at my homemade desk, which I will be burning at the end of lockdown when it's all over. <laughs> Ceremoniously. <laughs> I, it will be. I'm going to have a ceremony. I'm going to burn it. But um, I've just been sitting at my desk, sucked into a screen on, you know, 
30 hours of Microsoft Teams calls a day and, oh and I've, I've just kind of forgotten how to move. So I've, I've started playing <laughs> tennis very badly, like a dog chasing a ball, basically. But it's, yeah, it just feels like a little bit of normality. <laughs> this is like Kim, Mark Wahlberg's schedule, isn't it? It's like 5am, wake up, some time in the cry chamber, tennis, then five words, five grand, then back to bed. <laughs> it's full of I nuts. abs. <laughs> yeah, Kim, I think you, you really are... You, you, you fit a big vein here for the whole of the UK. Everything you're saying is spot. I've got moobs, Kim. It's really difficult for a man of my sensibilities to handle that, but there's no way I can get away from the fact I've got moobs. Yeah, um, so yeah. something has to be done. You're right, you're right. I've been in elasticated waistbands for three months. What can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> um, OK, Kim, uh, let's get down to business. Um, yes. Which member of the team do you think is best suited to helping you win five grand this morning? Well, to be honest, it could be any one of the guys, but I think because of the slightly disturbed state I'm in, I'm going to go for Matt. <laughs> and yet another yeah. backhanded compliment coming to you. Yeah. You always get the best Never, reasons. Oh, two-time champion, defending champion. No one ever mentions that, just disturbed. <laughs> it's like supporting somebody because you like their kit. <laughs> <laughs> OK, Kim, uh, let's spin the random player generator, see who you're going to get paired with today. Five words, five grand. Player generator. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Free choice. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Glenn Moore. Kim, you have got the method man, Glenn Moore. Yay, Glenn! Yeah, I know. Yeah, don't even try. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. That's very Great, we can do this. We can definitely do this. <laughs> Yay, Glenn. <laughs> I'm excited too. We can definitely win this. Okay. We can do it. We can do it. Uh, Glenn, it is time for you to uh, yes. pop to the kitchen, make yourself a cup of tea. Uh, thank With you. With your stolen mug. <laughs> Great callback. <laughs> right, I'm genuinely um, going now. Goodbye, everybody. Okay. <laughs> Cheers, Glenn. Speak to you in a bit. Okay, Kim, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to give you five words. I want you to say the first word that comes to mind. We'll give Glenn Moore the same five words. Full five match, you're going to win £5,000. Good luck to you, Kim. Thank you. <laughs> okay, your first word this morning is play. Game. <laughs> Your second word is boxer. Dog. Yeah. Uh, I think that's. I think that's all. Think of, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Your third word is candle. Stick. Yes. What must be one of the most popular words we've had over the years of five words five grand candle. Penultimate word this morning is wheel. Fortune. <laughs> oh. Please so don't reference other game shows during Five Words Five Grand. Do you know how rude that is? As a host, I'm insulted beyond belief. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Kim. Tin. T I N. Tin. Can. Okay. Nice. Kim, we've got your five words. Stay right there. We're going to get Glenn's. It's coming next. Absolute Radio. Five words, five grand. Absolute Radio. With Wix. 
It's your Thursday morning. If you're just joining us, we are embroiled in a game of five words, five grand with Wix. We have the effortlessly charming Kim on line one, who has given us her five words. The Method Man is back in the room. Glenn, are you ready? I'm very ready. The first word this morning is play. Dough. No, unfortunately, it's Don't. game. We went for Don't. game. Play oh. game. Okay. Play game. That's not the method. That's not the method, is it? Really? No, no. Maybe PlayStation. On, but uh, but Matt, a disturbed a individual like yourself, may have potentially. <laughs> I would have said no. I would have said though as well. Oh. Um, sorry, sorry, Kim. Um, oh. Let's go through the other words and see, okay. see how we did. Um, boxer. Oh God. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's a horrible word. I have yeah. got one. Uh, dog. Yeah, that's yes. great. Oh, great. Well, I'm forgetting that. The only other Handle. one I, think I can think of is shorts. Boxer. Oh, boxer shorts. Yes. 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 That, of course. It's been so long since I've worn underwear because of lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even come to mind. Um, so, candle, Glenn. Was that handle or candle? Candle. A candle stick. Yeah. It is stick. Yes, yes that's two. Wheel. House. Fortune <laughs> and tin, T I N, can. Yes, yeah. we've got three out of five Not today. Bad. Oh. Not bad. Um, Kim, listen, you haven't won the £5,000, but let me make it clear that you have been a fantastic contestant on Five Words, Five Grand. It's been a real pleasure talking with you, and we wish you and your family all the love and luck in the world, and we'll speak to you real soon. Thank you so much, and thank you for all you're doing because you guys have been a lifeline to normality for me. So thanks so much. Oh, oh that's <laughs> very lovely of you to <laughs> say. Thank you, Kim. That's what we're aiming to do. Cheers, Kim. We'll speak to you Take real care. soon. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye now. Uh, so of course, with three out of five, it means we go again tomorrow. Traditionally, one on a Friday. Would you like to play Five Words Five Grand? Drop me an email. It is Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. Five words, five grand. Absolute Radio. It's your Thursday morning. We just had the lovely Kim on. Unfortunately, she was only able to match three words with the Method Mad Glenn Moore, which means we are playing Five Words, Five Grand with Wix again tomorrow. It is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk if you want to play. We started this hour by asking you to complete the sentence, I once mistook blank for blank. And we finished that with Tracy, who says, Dave, several years ago, I once mistook germaline for toothpaste. Oh. I'd had rather a few drinks. I didn't put the bathroom light on, so I grabbed the tube and put it on the brush and started to clean my teeth. It quickly became apparent that something was horribly wrong. <laughs> I vomited non-stop for about an hour. <laughs> but this is where, this is Tracy. But woke up hangover free the next morning. So swings and roundabouts. Tracy, that's just swings. There's no roundabouts yeah. in this situation. Tracy feels it necessary to add, I wouldn't recommend it as a hangover cure. Yes, thanks for Tracy. We, we've, we've got that. Uh, right. Coming up next... It is the results of the fifth self-isolation team challenge. We were charged with recreating the iconic cover of Nirvana's Nevermind using stuff from around our homes. See who wins next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Thursday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. One breakfast show, but with eight playlists. Why not download the free Absolute Radio app to skip between all of the musical decade goodness we have to offer? Now, 
As promised, it is time for the results of the self-isolation team challenge number five. We are once again on the hunt to find the greatest member of the team. And on Tuesday morning, I read aloud the email I received from the Hyperbeast Womble producer, Mark. And it read, Nirvana's Nevermind is almost 29 years old and has consistently featured in the top 10 of many greatest album covers of all time polls. Today, you have 24 hours to recreate the iconic album cover any way you see fit. Now, before we embarked on this challenge and before I give results, which I haven't seen, the table read Glenmore top with 14 points, Emma Jones in second place with 12 points, I was third with eight points, and Matt Dyson was last with zero points. The team's recreations and interpretations have been uploaded to the Absolute Radio socials and you have been voting for the winner. And in front of me right now, I am going to scroll down to the results. (laughs) Wow. Mm. It's the biggest golf I think we've ever had in a <laughs> public vote for I any challenge is go. we've ever taken part in over the last couple of years. Um, in last place, with 5.4% of the vote, it's you, Emma Jones. Oh, oh look, yeah. I didn't so, have a baby at my disposal, so... No, no, no. Well, none of us just, did in the end, it turns out. No, yeah. just the saucy teddy bear. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very if we were doing sexy, sexy teddy. teddy bears as a cop, you would have yeah, come with top, its, definitely. With, with its come-hither eyes. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's clutching the money, which I loved even more. I don't know what yeah. the deal is here, but I, it makes me feel cheap. I love it. Um, what? Sorry, move on. Okay, cool. Um, sorry, just getting the hype beast woman in my ear there. Um, now, this is very interesting. Um, okay, let's cut to the chase. With a whopping 79.6% of your vote, Matt Dyson, you're the winner of the wow. team change at last. And well I think done. deservedly well so. Really, definitely deserve. Well, you you can... Go on, Matt, please. Lock, well, well, lock, lock, I was just going to say lockdown's affecting everyone in different ways. And, uh, <laughs> this, is, this is more of a cry for help than an effort to this competition. <laughs> um, we only found out yesterday that Matt had made his daughter take that photograph. I, I'd presumed all along it was Katie, your wife. No, no, no. Uh, I thought Bess, no. Bess was down low on the trampoline. Yeah. So the blue background would be the blue sky. She was down low. and then the, You look pretty uh, down low in yeah. that picture. It wasn't for the pixels, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And if that hasn't baited you to go and have a look, if you haven't already, I don't know what will. Um, and so, in joint second place, it's myself and Glenn Moore with 7.5% of the vote. Um, the Hype Beast One producer Mark says, and has said all along, because this has never happened before, but if there was a, uh, a joint score, uh, we would uh, both get joint second place. So that's how we're doing Great. it. Uh, and Emma, uh, you're not getting third place, you're getting a zero, I'm oh. afraid. Um, but this was made clear to us all, so there's there's going to be no grumblings. But Matt Dyson, let me say, you stripped off, you pixelated yourself, you got on a trampoline. I think you deserve to win. That's better than what yeah, I did, which was 100%. shove Evie's doll into a into a vase and then put a doll in it. <laughs> Although a bit, I did I'm sell a, a tape gutted. on a little tomato, as a yeah, I like oh, yeah. that. You know, <laughs> yeah, nice. thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm a tiny bit gutted because I made some homemade Play-Doh. I made the baby out of that. And then we used yeah. some wool to suspend it into the bath like a marionette. We took the photo underwater, poured loads of Radox into it to make it look blue. And then I pierced a £10 note with a coat hanger, which means it isn't legal tender anymore. And to know that all I should have done is just take my clothes off and get on the trampoline. <laughs> it's the most upset I've ever been about anything. But well done. That is incredible. Um, so... It's all about the inspiration, not the perspiration. Yeah, yeah. I know that, by the 
That means the leaderboard now looks a lot closer than it has since we started lockdown. Glenn Moore, you are still top with 17 points. Emma Jones, you are second with 12 points. I am third with 11 points. And Matt Dyson has got five points on the board. Still miles behind. No, it can all change. We don't know how long we're going to be doing these self-isolation challenges for. I mean, I pointed out uh, just during the last song there that we did six uh, or seven in total last year. We've already done five this year. So they're coming thick and fast. And the Hypebeast Wombat assures me there'll be another one along next week. I I can't believe there's a chance I might win this without winning a single individual challenge. That would be incredible. Ah. Yeah, well, oh, steady wins the race. Yeah. yeah, you're not flying, you're just falling with style. I think exactly, that's a Buzz yeah. thing, isn't it? Um, <laughs> also, if you head to the website, absoluteradio.co.uk, or across the socials, you can see Glenn's behind-the-scene pictures of how he made his Play-Doh baby come to life. Go check it out, very impressive. It's a Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio and Thursday means it is time for your apologies, corrections and clarifications. If you feel you need to make one, let me know via email. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And joining us right now on line one is Pete. Good morning, Pete. Morning, Dave. How are you? Good, man. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Excellent. It's lovely having you on the show. Um, I believe you want to clarify something to your employer. Yeah, clarification to my employer on the off chance that they are tracking my internet search history. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Okay. okay. Uh, Is this the right got platform? Very quickly. Um, okay. So, so Pete, I presume this starts with your working from home. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I've been working from home for the last uh, eight or nine weeks now. So starting to try and get into a bit of a, a routine. So. Um, yeah, so I uh, open up my laptop every morning, uh, try and open up the Absolute Radio website to start uh, start listening to you guys. Um, so I attempt to type in absoluteradio.co.uk um, and I presume that Google Chrome will autofill the, the website into my search bar. So I type the letters A, B, S and click enter. Instead of taking me to the Absolute Radio homepage, I'm greeted with a Google search for abs so I get a load of pictures of very toned men staring back at me (laughs) or just the guy from five (laughs) either way I can can understand why you'd be concerned your employers are looking at your search history Um, so you say you've done this like eight or nine times so you're worried not just this is because this has happened once but it seems that part of your as you say getting into a morning routine is that you can only start the day by having very toned men staring back at you from your laptop screen Yeah, exactly. And, and, and my, my issue is, is I work for a software company, so I know they've got the means to track it as well. So, uh. so you're calling us from Panama right now, which is where you fled to to make sure that they don't seize your computer. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Pete, it's been lovely having you on the show. Thank you very much indeed for your clarification. We'll speak to you real soon. Thanks, Dave. Bye. It's your Thursday morning, which means it's Apologies, Corrections and Clarifications Day. And I would like to clarify that I would make a terrible cannibal. There, I've said it. When it comes to cannibalism, <laughs> I, would be, I would be the worst. Um, somebody posted um, the injured players list for my beloved Charlton Athletic. And as I was looking at it, I tweeted saying, is this how my mind would work if cannibalism became the only way? Because it says things like Johnny Williams, knee, hamstring, Lewis Page. Hamstring, <laughs> Otzuma, ankle, Jonathan Lecco, knee, George Lapsey, hamstring, Kale, groin, 
Toma Hamed Fai. Um, and uh, someone got in touch uh, named Do You Know the Muffin Dan, who says, Dave, some of those choices are all bone. <laughs> So there you go. I'd like to clarify I would make a terrible cannibal Mm. if if ever the world went that way, which at times it looked like it was going to, to be fair. So it has been on my mind. Um, uh, Glenn, have you got an apology, correction or clarification you wish to make? Yeah, I'd like to clarify something. Um, So my girlfriend said to me the other day, she said, oh, I've got a, uh, she said, I've got a relationship Rolodex for you. Um, which I thought oh, was like short, uh, which I thought which I thought was shorthand for we're about to have an argument. Um, I was like, is, it, is this how we're now opening it? And she went, um, yeah. She said you could use this. She said when I made you a like a full English breakfast at the weekend. She said I accidentally dropped a hash brown on the floor and I just put it on your plate. Yeah. And I just want to clarify, that's not how this works. All, all, all my. All my relationship Rolodex is always, you know, fun and friendly things. She's trying to kill me. That's deadly. Like, I've seen our kitchen floor. No way. Uh, so I want to clarify, that's no, she doesn't, she do doesn't get to choose the feature. Yeah. Yeah. If it's your own kitchen, like, don't let it go to waste. Come on. Yeah. Emma, I never thought I would hear those words point. come from yeah. your mouth. No, because you, you know Michael's spotless. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, safe. No, that's, that's very true. That's very true. Uh, okay, Emma, well, you know, is there an apology, correction or clarification you wish to make? Yes, I want to clarify um, to everyone that was concerned that I'm absolutely fine. Um, I had some uh, concern this week after I uh, tweeted that I ordered a lamb shank from our local Indian. That was It was on the menu for £1.50. And I was like, this has got to be a mistake. But I'll order it anyway and see if it turns up. And it was real. And I ate it and I'm fine. It looked, it nice. looked delicious. Well, but yeah. is it a typo? Is it? Did you order online? Is it a typo? Because surely yeah, that means it must be eleven pounds fifty. Well, even surely. even the Weatherspoons lamb shank cost ten times that amount. I yeah. know. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened. I was ordering a load of other stuff as well, and I thought I'll just add this on, and obviously they'll call me and be like, "Sorry, that's you know that was a mistake. That's not real." Um, and it just it turned up with rice, and and I oh. ate it, and it was lovely. And it had rice. I, I mean, I saw the picture of it. It was a delicious looking. You know, lamb. It had the I big lo- bone yeah. coming out of the middle. It looked great. I love yeah, a I lamb mean, shank. I, I, it was lovely. People were concerned that it, you know, wasn't going to be real meat or that it was going to kill me in the night or something. But but no, well, you I, mean I, like I, call I, out the tin foil container and come and get yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought it was potentially code name for like a money laundering flunt. And you sort of go, can I can I get the lamb shank for one pound fifty? And they go, yeah, we'll just put you through to the next number, and then you end <laughs> yeah. up in this other crime ridden world. <laughs> um, so there you go from cannibalism to a dropped hash brown via the £1.50 lamb shank that's our apologies corrections clarifications for this week if you would like to make one on the show next week or even tomorrow we squeeze some extras in from time to time let me know the details dave at absoluteradio.co.uk and coming up next well I make no apologies for the fact that I am very excited because the man we're calling Oasis James is going to be joining us once again he has a very very rare first recording of Take Me by Oasis and we're going to get it played on this breakfast show. It's your Thursday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio where yesterday... We received an email from listener James, who is in ownership of a very, very rare Oasis demo that he has in his collection. And I'm so pleased to say that James is back on the show. Morning, James. Morning, Dave. Uh, so it's great having you back on the show. I know when you first uh, got in touch, you didn't expect us to be contacting you every morning whilst you're at work. So I'm really sorry about that. We're, we're, no worries. We're like the Terminator. We're not going to stop now. We're after you. Uh, so we're going to get you wherever you try and hide. Um, so for anyone um, new to the show or who might have missed it yesterday, basically 
Take Me is an Oasis song. It's unbelievably rare. It's an early demo take from 1992 that was made by the band and predates their Union Jack demo tape. Uh, it was recorded a few months after Noel joined the band and it's a very important piece of Oasis history. Now, you have this on cassette and it's accompanied by a fax sent by Bonehead to um, a showrunner called Shirley, basically trying to blag the band onto a, a TV show she's putting together. That's right, yeah, it's all uh, it's all yellowed up around the edges and uh, yeah, it's got uh, the guys' phone numbers on there and everything. Uh, well, since we had you on the show yesterday and the response to you being on was fantastic. So many people are really excited to hear Take Me. Our plan is to give it its debut here on The Breakfast Show. So you have that tape under lock and key. All that you're lacking is a cassette player. Yes, yeah, if you can get me a cassette player, then uh, I'll, uh, it'd be great for the listeners to hear it. Well, ex- well said, James, and we, we think exactly the same. Well. I sent out a few emails and stuff yesterday looking for a cassette player and you never guess what. It turns out that every song on Absolute Radio 70s is played out on cassette. So uh, it's been quite easy (laughs) for for us to lay our hands on. When when we think of that straight away, Matt, it's unbelievable, (laughs) isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Um, So we're going to send you a cassette player. It's winging its way to you right now. So hopefully we'll be able to get the song on the air soon. Um, But James, the reason I wanted to bring you back on air is uh, we were having a little chat uh, whilst the song was playing yesterday when we first met. And you're in ownership of quite a few interesting things, including... um, Liam Gallagher's defaced school dictionary. Tell everybody a bit about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I picked that up a while ago. It's uh, it's just got some uh, obscenities that he's put in it. I think he was in year five or something at the time. And uh, yeah, I checked the uh, the spelling actually on Sunshine to see if it was uh, changed to Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he was naughty from the very beginning. That's great to hear. And you've also got... Um, one hell of a trinket from the Be Here Now tour. Oh yeah, well I did have the uh, the promotional phone box that they they actually came out on stage. So is it, what what size is it? Is it like a life size well, red telephone box? Oh mate, it's fourteen foot high. <gasps> and, uh, wow. <laughs> When I when I bought it at Christie's, I didn't realise how big it was, and uh, the woman's gone to me, uh, "How are you going to get this home?" I was, <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> you bought a 14-foot piece of Oasis memorabilia at Christie's auction house. Yeah, it's just what you do when you. Oh, James, things. it's just what you do. Um, you, you have diversified slightly away from the uh, the Mancunian um, maestros. Uh, you've also got a, a, an early box of promotional material for the Godfathers of Punk, the Sex Pistols. Tell everybody a bit about that, James. I loved hearing this yesterday. Uh, this was the uh, it's a promotional pack of uh, toilet paper for their first album. Never mind the. Uh, yeah, we bleach that one out. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, with the um, national shortage of new paper a couple of months ago, I thought I might have to uh, drag that one out. <laughs> but, but, but the worst of it was, it's that—it's uh, like that old school, when you're at school, the uh, the toilet paper. It's like 
like tracing paper. So oh, I think it would have done yeah. it would have done more damage than good. I think. Oh. Yes, Johnny would have been right. And you're absolutely right about that. <laughs> um, uh, it's been lovely having you back on the show. As I say, our friends, Absolute Radio Seventies, are sending a set player to you, and we are going to get the first play of a very rare, unheard Oasis demo. The track's called "Take Me." James, we'll probably hunt you down and get you back on the show tomorrow if that's all right. Yeah, that'd be great. Good talking to you guys. Okay, cheers, James. Take care now. Lots of love. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. That's it. As we wrap it up for your Thursday morning, uh, we thank you very much for tuning in and getting in touch. Uh, Make sure you continue to do so. The absolute radio inbox i have is absolutely thriving thanks to your correspondence it is dave at absolute radio.co.uk and of course uh, as i do before i bid you farewell i remind you we do have a daily podcast out and about you can get it from wherever you choose to get your pods from and uh, we name it throughout the show when something is said that we think would lend itself nicely to a podcast name i ring the bell i have beside me on my uh, dining room table And so (laughs) we went down a little bit of a wormhole early on, it would seem, ladies and gentlemen, uh, because we've got a turtle nudist camp um, (laughs) going at it hammer and tongs in the Moroccan sunshine, (laughs) shell on shell action, and can turtles climb walls? So that's four. Wow. Wow. We did an hour on turtles, didn't we? (laughs) Yeah, I think (laughs) we must have been an hour. (laughs) also, uh, courtesy of one dear listener, we, we have the greatest sentence, which is, it's not my dad, it's Dustin Hoffman. Um, <laughs> thanks to uh, Glenn getting slightly confused, we have the new campaign we're launching, Free Elvis Costello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, you nailed Anthea Turner earlier on in the show. So they're, uh, wow. they're what we're leaving you with today. What a show. Um, I think we've got to go. It's not my dad. It's Dustin Hoffman. Team, yeah. what do you has reckon? Has to be, yeah. Has yeah, to be. definitely. That is the name of the podcast. Go seek it out and subscribe. But above all, stay safe, stay entertained, and know this. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 a.m. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.